And then if you open the package, there is the chicken, <laughs> the there's part. the waffles, and then there's the syrup, and then on top of the syrup tray, like, it says, DO NOT MICROWAVE! <laughs> it's like the hugest block letters ever. It's like, ME AGAIN! DON'T DO don't IT! DON'T DO IT! <laughs> they are so fucking concerned that <laughs> guys are going to microwave the syrup. Punch. Halloween video is in the can. What do we think? Way better than last year. Devil, not even a question. I like my mom doesn't know that I last year I made a Halloween video, and like my mom follows my life. I know, and I'm pretty. Like, sh- I'm pretty upset that we even mentioned it now because now people will be like, well, "Oh, they, they didn't. They did a Halloween video last year, right? We didn't. Don't look it up. It's you, not on YouTube. You know how we were saying that we keep our actual lives off the grid? Yeah." I, we, I keep, we keep that, that off video. the grid more than anything else, personal wise. I like include that with like pictures of my family and stuff. No one should ever see that, which sucks because that was it was the, a good idea in theory, but the, it was too close to the beginning, the birth of brunch. It was before we, had, we knew what it was. We had no idea what it was. We hadn't done Hawkeyes and Weathermen yet. That was we right. yet to have our kind of turning point. And uh, that video was done with Adam Hart, who does our video stuff. So it was ex- it was like extremely well, well produced, done, yeah. uh, and then the, the content wasn't great. Jared was really funny. Jeff was really funny. Um, that proves like, how, that proves how good Adam Hart is because he turned out something that it was it was okay. Oh yeah, like he he like made it, was, it into like a few individual he made it look things. Way better than it actually was. He polished a turd, right. quite frankly. Right. Um, this time we did not have uh, Adam because he just had crazy stuff going on. Um, and also working with Adam has made me realize like what a dick I I am for ever asking him like hey you want to do some video stuff with us because he does a he's just like super smart and does awesome stuff and b he just like works a lot he's like a guy and I think that because we sit around all day and we're like sports 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 we're like oh everyone has a super super easy laid back job and like this guy's actually important and does real things who wouldn't want to do some side work with the bad boys podcast right exactly um so this time we did not have adam services and originally we were figuring out like how can we be adam and uh very quickly we came to the conclusion that we should not try to be if we try to be adam it's going to come off as bad so let's just be bad on purpose and embrace that and it was your idea to utilize jump cuts, <laughs> and I think we went overboard. So we haven't we haven't even come close to seeing the vinyl product yet. We, we just have yet. the raw video, yeah. And I already know that we're gonna do way too many jump but cuts. We like we set up like a thousand jump cuts. Basically, we had an idea of what we were gonna do. We we're like, all right, here's what we're gonna wear. Here's what we're gonna talk about when we're wearing this. And you were like, yeah, but. What if, like, as we're doing this, we just jump around a lot? So at the beginning of the video, we made a joke. We said that uh, the whole thing was shot and edited on an iPhone 7, uh, which it was shot on your phone, which is an iPhone 7. It is. But it'll be edited on a computer or whatever. <laughs> like, it's it's not at all edited on a... Yeah. Because that's... it. Well... To explain it, that's the new thing is to say that like Shot this whole thing was this whole thing was done on an iPhone because Chance did that with the How yeah. Great video, and now there's I've seen like uh, NFL. Uh, like sports blogs or whatever post like I shot a game on an iPhone 7 yeah we're and, g- 
Who the fuck cares? We're going to spend like hours of our lives on computers trying to figure out how to edit this together. We're not going <laughs> to... Right. We don't it's know how like, to... It's not like we have all this on our com- on our phone. Let's just put it together. Yeah, we don't know how to do any no. of that stuff. So uh, I, I I feel much better about this year's product than last year's product. Oh, yeah. Last year's product was like, uh, should we even have you, a podcast? You, you, yeah, you and I had like a, like a one-minute, not like heart-to-heart or anything, but it was like a quick little pep talk at the end of it. Like, we finished shooting it, and we said to each other, we were like, hey, like... Let's put this one behind us. Right. Let's don't not feel don't ba- get down on this. Right. Yeah. Like, we're going to... Adam will polish this. It'll be okay. And most episodes afterwards, like, we feel kind of cocky, even if we didn't even if we <laughs> didn't discuss anything, even if we didn't have anything. There's been a few... Uh, there's been a few regular episodes where I'd be like, ah, that wasn't good. Yeah, but people like the ones that aren't good. Right. That's... Uh, not everybody likes the ones that aren't good, but there's there's some people who, who enjoy the uh, not-so-good ones. Yeah. Like, the Emmy show was the, was the right. one. Right. That, that was, was so early on, and now that I look back on it, it's like... That was the second episode, yeah. and it was one of the most well-liked episodes early on, which is crazy. Uh, my... On, like, my, like, top five or whatever, and I... not. That I could rank them because they're all like our babies, but um, they're also b- birthday good. etiquette. Yeah, they're also perfect. Uh, birthday etiquette is still one of my favorites because we just had nothing that day, <laughs> and and we got s- we'll look like huge assholes if people don't like this video that we're putting out today, right? Because we're we're, <laughs> we're, we're we're congratulating we're, ourselves. We did so good. This is so much better than last year's. You know, what we're doing like we just got a number and we're doing congrats on the sex. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, Something has to happen here first. <laughs> uh, the video needs to actually be good. But I think this video is going to be funny. We basically shot uh, like 10 hours of footage, and we're going to condense it. it down into two minutes. Right. And, and if we can't get anything great out of that, then we're just going to keep trying, and it's going to be worse and that, worse. We said that during one of the, It probably won't make the video, but we were like, if this... If we can't get anything out of all this footage, then sucks to be you because you don't have a say in this we're gonna keep making stuff uh what was your favorite part of shooting it uh we're honestly, interviewing ourselves about ourselves right, right now. Uh, honestly i think i just think the the best part of it was just all the costume changes and all the the separate ideas that came with it yeah you'll see it's it feels weird to say but like you've probably maybe already seen it at this point but if you haven't go watch it there's like five different costumes from each of us uh, throughout the entire thing, the, like a two minute video, uh, and just like the costume changes were so ridiculous in between, and they weren't fully planned out. Right. Uh, we kind of just had to wing it on the fly, and some of them are just absurd. And we had a script at the beginning. Yes. We had a full script for the entire like two minute episode at the beginning. Yeah. And I'm going to assume that like. Thirty percent of that script is going to stay in, and the the rest of the, the rest maybe of it, is it was like be... a uh, it was like um, Curb Your Enthusiasm or that show Easy, where we went into each part like knowing what Here's we had to have at the theme. end. Like yeah. like by the time we're done shooting this, we need to have conveyed this thing. And it made... here's where we want to get get there yeah. for us. And also, you probably noticed if you saw the video, none of the, the tips are actual tips. We actually, as we were doing it, we yeah, came right. up with a lot of like, oh, this would be a good thing to point out. Let's not point that out because right. that, that would actually be a real tip. Uh, one thing is you you were David Putty and you got a devil's jersey and an actual real Halloween tip is to plan 
your costume based on wanting to buy something. Like you right. wanted to have I a wanted, devil's jersey. I wanted to buy a devil jer- devil's jersey, and I was like, "Holy shit! If I buy a devil's jersey, I can be David P- David Putty for Halloween, and then I can hold on to a devil's jersey for the rest of my life." Uh, it's also you got Yager, so that was that to was there. that was the uh, that was a, a decision on my part to be like, who's devil's jersey will last the longest oh, i yeah. wanted i want a yager jersey right now for the devils yeah he's not even on the team anymore so if i want it now i'm gonna want that forever right my thing with that is so how much was the yager jersey forty dollars okay so i was forty dollars on ebay i was gonna guess like 30 to 40 dollars uh here's a take treat yager jerseys like beanie babies go Investment. out snatch them up because i'm convinced that like even a panthers yager jersey all these things, all these Yager jerseys are going to start reselling at higher and higher prices because it's so funny that he's played for so many teams and has been in the league for this long. Like, and if, also, if I saw someone wearing a Flyers Yager jersey, I would dap him up. Right. And also, he's the third leading scorer in NHL history. He's a legend. Like, he's literally a legend. And the best part, like, as we're talking about what a legend he is, we're grinning because it's just... It's funny. What, what a funny guy he took so, three years off in the middle of his in the middle of his prime right and he's still third in scoring so yeah remember when he played for the old. bruins and everyone was like ah oh, the final the end finally came for right. yager <laughs> no just like no dude even when he came back from europe and he joined the flyers my initial thought was like come on dude give it up right You're done yeah like don't don't do this to yourself you're you, you, like we loved you when you left just give it up. Don't ruin. Don't ruin your career by being bad and coming back and playing for the Flyers. I love every. And then second he played of it. for six more yeah. teams. Uh, I'm just gonna use this podcast as a way to sprinkle in little tidbits from my life as a hockey beat writer. Now that it's over, uh, Yarmir Yager winked at me maybe 200 times a day. Really, everything he would ever say to me. But the the best part is, at first I was like, oh, because you you get not relationships, but you, there are certain players that that. They're are like better you, with they you. Take to you more, right? Exactly, and you take to them more. Like it's like c- certain guys, you just like the cut of their jib you or whatever. Click. Yeah, right. And so I was gonna like name a couple players, but I'm like they probably actually hate me in real life, so I'm not gonna say that. But um, Yager, I thought it was one of those things. It was like this guy's winking at me a lot. He's like we're, maybe we're buddies, and no, he just winks at everybody. Like just everything that he says, he just winks, and everyone like kind of loves it because. Not surprising. If there's one way to, if if you were to meet Yarmir Yager and you're like, "Hey, I'm a big fan," and he was like, "I'm a big fan," and then winked, you would tell that story for the rest of your yeah, life. So sure. with such a small little gesture, he makes everybody's day. And he not just I was like 25 at that time. He he's winking left and right at like 55 year old reporters like candy, and it is making their lives. So I love Yarmir. I when he just fermented his beard uh, during the playoffs. Yeah, and he didn't need. You don't have to do that. Like if you have gray hair, no, just let it no, fly. No um, cares. So I asked. I was like, "Hey, did you just ferment your beard?" And his response was, "Got to look tough." And then he winked at me. And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> that is that's that's, amazing. that's where you got to." But like in that time, because he winked at me and I was under this little spell, I was like, "He's right." <laughs> Gotta look tough. Good point. Good yeah. point, Yarmir. Um, so that was so Devils, David Putty, Yarmir Yager, great costume. Uh, you did a lot of makeup. I did. You did a, a lot. And if we were, Towards if I were the to end. guess between the two of us, who would be the makeup guy? You, for sure. I'm definitely the makeup guy. <laughs> I only did a little bit of makeup. I did uh, Big Cat's 
mustache, which I overdid. I did a mustache for I did a mustache and beard for PFT. Uh, I did a I did actually I did Zombinet, which was a product of this podcast. A lot of the a lot of the stuff is a yes. product of this podcast, which I hope the listeners will enjoy. Like the loyal listeners will will recognize and enjoy. Uh, there are a lot of hints towards po- past podcast material, so I hope that's enjoyed. Uh, I was Zombinet Ramsey. I actually went for it. Uh, I don't regret it, except for the fact that I had to wear my mom's clothes. <laughs> I mean, you didn't need to say how you got that. You could have just said. Like, I, I know, but I think that it, I think that the fact that I had to do that is the funniest part of it. It shows what a trooper you are. Right. I literally had to invade my mom's closet, borrow some clothes, put them on, and uh, that was the way that I got my Zombie Ramsey costume. Yeah. Was it? W- it was the weirdest moment of my was life. Was it weird that your mom, who is a a small little woman, her clothes were too big for you? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Uh, I was actually wondering, like, when you said you're like, I'll just wear my mom's clothes. I was like, Pete's mom is like a little woman, and she might be like a bigger person. Like, she might be like a, a taller. We're the same bigger- size, all right. Yes. We're the same size. Even the family. If um, I didn't work out, she'd be bigger than me. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, shit. Oh, um, we did the Kinsey scale, guys. We did. And that's, so speaking of everything, or a lot of the stuff, the costumes being references to the podcast, at least one person who has never seen the podcast will watch that and be like, ugh. Right, like, ugh, these dudes are... are Homophobes. Right, homophobes, like uh, anti-women. Yeah. Just very disgusting men. Which it sucks, because I I want But it's perfect. I want to explain that right now, but if anyone's listening to this... They've heard the podcast before, and right? Know it. So, like, we don't need to explain to the listeners. No, we, nobody's watching the video and coming to the podcast for an explanation, right? Oh, if if they watch that and they're mad about it, they are not. Right. They're not doing any more digging. <laughs> a lot of screen caps, a lot of tweeting yes, them. <laughs> exactly, a lot of that is not okay, uh, which sucks because, uh, I mean, again, we don't need to explain to the listeners. We ain't those dudes. <laughs> we could not be those dudes if could we could not tried. be less of those dudes. I did like that uh you did a zero on your uh your wife beater. Yeah, that was um that was a late that was a last second decision. Yeah. And uh I think that it, it, it was a good decision. Do you think that we got all the stereotypes in there? We got the uh we talked about watching the game. Right. We uh said the word pussy like four times. Yeah, we drank some suds. Right. Um we said uh do, do we talk about chicks at all? Damn, I don't think we did. I think I think even when we're trying to be macho men, we still we're, we're, we're bad at being macho we men. Still leave out women, right? Um, but we did we did say the word pussy like four times. Yeah, and I spit beer all over myself. Yeah, and you, we like talked we talked without like accentuating syllables. Yeah, so we're like oh, oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You did a uh, yeah. When you spit beer all over yourself, that was a good move because uh, some guys are too dumb when they drink beer to finish drinking beer. So you just kept it in your mouth until it fell out. Um, for that, we did. Speaking of dumb, speaking of dumb dudes, we want to get to the point. That, yes. Uh, um, so for the Kinsey scale, the zero on the Kinsey scale, guys, we uh, put some devour boxes on our man. Spots that'll be a callback because yeah. uh, anybody who listens to the podcast loyally knows that we talked about Devour and the uh, the marketing scheme that they use, 
and we shit on them. So yes, because they basically just cater insinuate to like that, insinuate that all dudes want to fuck their food, which is <laughs> such a weird weird approach to selling food. To right? Be like, yeah, you're fucking horny, which and you want to fuck that mac and cheese. I don't get like guys, like guys play up this thing of like they turn everything into sex but then so then are they suggesting that they're not having sex by doing that like is devour saying is it, to its it viewer mocking? like you like you're getting it everywhere so commonly that you do it with the mac and cheese or are they saying like you need anything dude here's right. a box of are mac and cheese like mocking pathetic bros who need fucking microwave dinners if that's if that's the, i didn't even think about that till now but if that's the case I fucking love Devour. Like, if they're making fun of dudes who are <laughs> sad and lonely and who need microwave dinners. And then taking their money right, on top of that. Just, right. They're selling it to them by making fun of them. Right. If that's the case, then God bless you. I love you. So we ended up eating those. Th- so we got a chicken and waffles and we got the, the mac and cheese, which the bacon, bacon mac, mac and, and cheese, cheese, that was the one that got the... Uh, it, got, it. it got It uh, got it's a little spanked, D. Spanked. It got spanked. It got... Yeah. But that was just what was on camera. Okay. It did one of those GoDaddy things where it was like, for the rest go to of the this website. commercial, yeah, <laughs> go to the website this. for more. Um, and so we ended up eating those. First of all, they think that guys are really dumb. So the they're... instructions are very concerned <laughs> so... that the guys are going to burn the house down. So they are very, uh, they're very aware of their audience, <laughs> of the people who are who are seeing these commercials and going out to the grocery store and being like, "I need to buy this food." Yeah, uh, cheese and, sex. And, yeah, and those are retarded men. <laughs> yes, uh, the the uh, microwave instructions for the chicken and waffles. It's like, all right. Peel back the lid. Keep the chicken in the crisping tray. There's syrup there. It's a box of syrup. You obviously don't want the box of syrup in there. Take it out before you put it in the microwave. It's like, cool. (laughs) And then the next step is like, uh, just press, put it in for four minutes, and that's it. Th- at please this point, make sure, <laughs> there should please not make be. sure that there is no syrup there. <laughs> right. Just double check. <laughs> make sure that the syrup is not on the crisping tray and then hit go. And then if you open the package, there is the chicken, <laughs> the there's part. the waffles, and then there's the syrup. And then on top of the syrup tray, like, it says, do not microwave. <laughs> it's like the hugest block letters ever. It's like me again. Don't do it! Don't do it! (laughs) They are so fucking concerned that (laughs) guys are going to microwave the syrup. There's like six steps to microwaving this thing. How many times do I have to tell you don't microwave that shit? (laughs) There's six steps on how to make this chicken and waffles. Four of them are do not not microwave microwave the syrup. So... What we should have done is we should have tried to microwave the syrup to see what happens. It's a classic wet paint don't sit thing to be like, oh, yeah? We should have microwaved it and then tweeted at Devour being like, why didn't you tell us to not microwave the syrup? I want my money back. So, like, listeners, we always try to get listeners to do things online. They never do it. But uh, listeners... Get pictures of like a burning house and tweet it to Devour. Literally, be like, literally, microwave like, light your maple syrup on fire and tweet it to Devour. And just do the. I'm a big fan of uh, 
WTF statements with a question mark at the end. So just like, WTF microwave the syrup, my house burned down, question mark. And tweet that at Devour and just see what happens. Um, one, uh, another disappointing aspect of Devour, uh, and we're bearing the lead here because we had the food and it was it's unbelievable. So, it's <laughs> we loved it. So we'll, we'll get to that. But um, the, <laughs> the uh, food does not come with uh, condom-wrapped forks. <laughs> right. That's uh, you. You would notice that, or condom packaged forks, right. I should say. Uh, so we'll get to that. But the my first observation when opening the package of Devour, at least the chicken and waffles package, was that they're just not wrapped. Yeah, <laughs> it's just oh, yeah. inside the box, loose. Like yeah, it's, you're on your it's, own. It's a loose, loose bunch of chicken and a loose fucking one waffle, and. I don't know how many how experienced the other people are when it comes to microwave dinners, but usually everything is very wrapped. Right. All right. So speaking of wrapped, all right. I'm showing you the picture now. It's it's a yeah. bunch of forks wrapped like condoms with the hashtag "Food You Want to Fork." I think that's just a promotional image. Don't use, but just think. Don't use a fork in a way that you would use a condom, please. <laughs> I also uh, I also don't like the idea. Just like I don't like uh, when trailers use scenes from movies that aren't actually in the movies. Mm. Don't use promotional images that aren't true to life. So you're saying that you're a little let down. That right. We, if, like, if we got those forks, we would have had a field day with them. Right. That would have been think, like 20 minutes of content. I, I know exactly what I would have done if I had seen one of those forks. I would have saved it for later. And then when I was about to have sex, I'd pull out a, a condom wrapper fork. And just be like, and, whoops. And just see what the reaction is see what from happens. the girl. See what happens. Right. And just see... What are you gonna do with that? I don't know. Food you want to fork? <laughs> <laughs> this is some food you want to fork. Uh, also, I just looked up Devour on Twitter. They're not doing well. They have like very few followers. How many? And they're just uh, sixteen hundred sixty-nine. Wow. Yeah. Not, not nice. Yeah. Damn. Uh, we are crushing Devour. So we could probably get like a lifetime lifetime su- subscription to Devour meals. Yes, we should. Uh, this is so we're so like this podcast in the process right now is literally the best thing that's ever happened to devour yeah we've talked about them like seven times um we have thousands of listeners they don't have meals so we we have way more of an audience than devour has and devour is advertising nationally they're spending so much money on these commercials for everyone to see and us we got like i I can just throw like a little tweet, like "Hey guys, check out Devour," and more people are going to see that. Than... What do you think the percentage of people is that like see Devour commercials and go buy them, who also have Twitter accounts? Uh, Probably not very good. Well, they and have they, twi- it, they have Twitter accounts, but like they're, they're eggs. eggs, right? They're eggs. Right. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, that's that's true, but I don't know. It's uh, on the food thing though. It is. I will say that I had a I, I had a, like a half and half of the devour meals. Yeah, yeah, I, we went splitsies. Yeah, and I feel like I weigh eight hundred pounds more. Uh, there's a lot. I didn't look at the nutrition facts. I actually oh, I, I glanced I, at one I, of them. I, no interest in. Looking I glanced at, that. at one of them, and one of them uh, said they it had forty eight percent of your sodium for the day. Oh, that sounds which, good. Which that's. Way lower than I would expect. Really, I'm trying to think. I, I bet that's the chicken and waffles. The mac and cheese probably has 
200 I, I, I think most of my bad feelings in my stomach right now come from the mac and cheese and i had like four bites you had a lot of mac and cheese or you know you had a little mac and cheese a lot of chicken and waffles but you also pounded milk and drank that, a lot of beer that's very that's very true good point. so that's um like one time i'm putting it all on on devour right now and it probably shouldn't be that way one time when i was in college i um stayed up drinking beers and uh i had like three hours of sleep woke up in the morning had a bowl of cereal and threw up because like i was just mixing milk and beer (laughs) that's the most disgusting thing in the world so that's exactly what you did uh how many oreos did we have Probably like half a sleeve. Yeah, we uh, yeah we didn't even. I think put I spit th- half of them on the floor though. <laughs> I was for real choking when I was trying to talk. Uh, I for real was choking too. Like I wasn't fake choking. Afterwards, I just, I just decided that I couldn't put them down and right. I spit them out to save my own life. Afterwards, so like I'm sure there's like five seconds of us uh, with our mouths full of Oreos. I was trying to talk for a little while and just couldn't do it because I had so many in my mouth. You couldn't talk, and then afterwards, you just like went in the back and you were choking, and I was yeah. laughing. I just but, spit them on the floor. But I was there was like half a second where I was like, "You are right in front of the camera, and there is video of you Witnessing choking, and I am behind the camera laughing my ass off." If you die, like I feel like that's on the grid. Even if I were to delete it for, to delete it from your video and you died, like they could see it. They could recover yeah, that video. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like I would want that to happen. Well, you, well that's that would suck because... At least if I die on camera, make some good content out of it. Like, if you are laughing in the background as I'm losing my last yeah. breath, that's fucking funny. That's, again, that's some great content for the podcast. <laughs> we talked about it. Yeah. Like, if one of us dies, it should... We should win, at least win. benefit from it. Yes. Um, the issue would be, though, I would be the person that would be pushing to say, like, We've got to get this video out there. This is what Pete would want. Like, trust me. Look at his Twitter account posthumously. This is the stuff that he would want. And they'd be like, dude, you're the person that we're charging for his murder. We're not going... You don't have a say well, in this. Now it's on record that I want I want the best for the podcast to yeah. come out of my death. Oh, yeah. If, if there's video of either of us dying in a funny way, get I, it out there. I do enjoy the fact that uh, Jeff Israel immediately came at us and said, if one of you dies, can I have the spot? Can I have the guest hosting spot? He'd be, so that's, spot. So he's, uh, he would be the assumed person, but I think that we would bring in someone that would, like a surprise hire, and everyone would be like, what happened to Jeff? Oh, well, they got Miles. So <laughs> Miles is, <laughs> Miles Teller's a, then, a I think if we were going to do that, we'd have to die in a real spectacular way. Yeah, like you'd have to get hit by like a train or something, right? Because the way that we would get reach Mile- out to Miles would you, just say like, right. "Hey, we're the podcast that that guy like farted and then blew up." <laughs> <laughs> you want to get to the reviews? Let's do it. Uh, thanks to everyone who reviewed super early in the week. So we did two uh, episodes of reviews. We got a few more, and these ones are actually like pretty good. Just just as good as the uh, the ones early in the week. Honestly, yeah, this, this is so weird. Uh, the first one is I know waffles. you were eating that is so weird. We pulled these up as we were doing devour stuff, and I started to read them, and I was like chicken and waffles, and you were like, yeah, what, hey, what? Yeah. Huh? Well, why are you mentioning the meal that I'm eating right now? Yeah, uh, that's literally the 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 review title uh, by really great retreat, re- really great reviewer. So, congrats on your reviewing. Yeah, uh, that's my favorite brunch food. He's talking about chicken waffles. And I also agree that it's very good. Uh, but that's not what this podcast is about. 
wrong because it is. Uh, Pete and Deej excel at interviewing bit characters from HBO and Netflix programming. Like, who knew just how many grown-up things Mr. Clark can do? And that Disney helped put Russ Henneman in the Threes Comic Club. Uh, get get lost in some brunch while commuting or doing housework or sitting on a park bench while passerbys think, geez, that man or woman seems really pleased with whatever he or she is listening to. Maybe I should ask. And now you've got yourself a conversation starter. All thanks to brunch. Makes you think. That's, uh, that's a very solid one. It is. I didn't do a good job of reading it because I'm a little bit drunk. Okay. But uh, I... I apologize. That is a really fantastic review. Thank you very much. Really great reviewer. Yes. Um, here's one that I initially read as would smash this podcast, but because this person is a <clears throat> solid member of the bunch, they actually said would smashies this podcast. It's a little fun term that we use on brunch. So thank you very much. Would smashies this podcast. The name is Kinsey scale character. I like pardon my take, same, but nothing makes the morning walk to class more enjoyable than hearing these two numbnuts. R- <laughs> it's always awesome. it always like starts off as like uh these guys I are cool guys. the worst part about dj is all right um but i do love the term numb nuts yeah so if, if that's how you want to criticize us go for it yeah uh yeah i, I like it so then hearing these two numb nuts ramble on about the newest pop culture topic pete you bring a lively warm voice to the podcast that contrasts nicely with dj's outrageously controversial hot takes <laughs> With that being said, the bad boys of podcasting are a must-listen when getting through the day, and I thoroughly enjoy the Mad Libs. Keep up the good work. Follow them on Twitter for at least, for their, at least, Deej, mediocre tweets about sports and the Bruins. Stay for the brunch podcast. Ten out of ten. So, I'll take the ten out of ten. We've both gotten accused of dropping, like, absurd hot takes I can't think of a thing that I've said or a thing that you've said. I, like, I... Like, Like, Twitter... Twitter opinions. We don't. We don't go to Twitter being like, "I'm gonna drop this obscure." Here goes, take. guys. Yeah, I, it's just us. I was actually it, I was talking with my boss about this the other day. Like my my kind of move is to the only thing I do with hot takes is dissect them. And right. if somebody has like a really dumb hot take, I like to spend like three hours picking it apart and being like how did a person come to this conclusion right i like to think that when somebody drops a hot take they know that they're dropping a hot take yeah and i i don't feel that way when i drop one so there are some times where i'm like i know that a lot of people aren't gonna agree exactly so exactly like my thing with ross i understand that before i even came to the conclusion a bad character right before i came to the conclusion or i'll say the realization that ross is the best of the male characters. If someone were to say to me, you know who the best male character on Friends is? Ross. I would immediately be like, ugh, hot take. But I thought about it, and that's what I came up with. I don't think that we say anything too controversial, though. My biggest hot take, uh, if, we're, if we're pinpointing one, it's got to be that cheese is bad. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so, But my point was that cheese is always better melted. Yes. And is... That's not that's not a hot take, is it? It's something of a hot take. Um, I think that hard cheese is near and dear to um, the depressed crowd's heart. Depressed and fucking old people. Yeah, like um, I don't do cheese and wine. Hmm. I don't do cheese and crackers. Like I don't see. I got so when back I go to into when I go to a cheese. gathering, we get fucking drunk on beer and yeah. we get naked and stuff. Yeah. See, like once I once. I'm not going to pinpoint what it was. But once I was like, okay, I'm back to being a depressed guy. Like, I was like, 
around then was when I started to buy like sleeves of cheese. But you don't think that you could eat something better? You don't think that you could enjoy something more than just like a fucking block of cheese? That's it's just, just the gross. thing. It's just, well, I mean, why do al- alcoholics could have a soda instead of a beer? Like Coke tastes better than beer, but it's just your vice. It's the but eating cheese doesn't make you feel better about yourself, does it? Unfortunately, see, that's the thing. I was talking to one of my friends about this. Like, people who um, get down in the dumps versus people who don't get down in the dumps, it's like people with allergies and people who don't have allergies. People who don't have allergies don't understand how terrible why a person is making that face and sneezing that often. When a person's just like behaving erratically and like doing things that are symptomatic of. Any, like, I, I'm being too real now. I'm sorry. Like doing things that are like symptomatic of like depression or whatever. You're like, why is that person being so weird? It's just the things that that you do. So no, a long ass sleeve of cheese isn't the best thing in the world. But sometimes it makes you just you feel better. Like it doesn't. No, it doesn't make you feel better. That's why. That's why and the people so remain people, depressed. But so many people like cheese that it's not like. It's not like a small sector of people that is like, well, I feel bad about myself, and cheese makes me feel good. Oh, it's, again, it's it does not make you feel every, better. Literally everybody likes cheese. Yes. And it's I don't understand why. It's Cheese is not that good unless it's melted and draped over shit that is that normally like you would like anyway. But it, a little bit of melted cheese on it makes it a little bit better. You want my hottest take? Uh, speaking of things that aren't that good, sports. That's like an old hot yeah, take no, of mine, that's, that's but like a, I truly believe take. that sports are not that good. No, that's a terrible take. And I like sports. I, d- I don't even know what I would do. Sport? No, sports are like, a big sports, part of my life. Sports aren't my life. Like, like I mean, they are. See, that's they, they I, are my how, life. Right. It's how I make a living, and it's how I like subside. Yeah. But I don't like. I don't. Nothing in my life hinges on sports. When guys only want to talk about sports, and they're like, well, sports, but you know sport. what the thing is about that. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you know the thing about that is that, that people who have nothing else in life hinge their life on sports. Old, you know who love sports? Old people because they're about to die. They're about to they die, have. and they don't right. And like and all their friends pe- are dead, and- right? And it's people who have shitty jobs yes. and who hate their lives. Mm-hmm. They everything is sports. Yes. to them that's everything to them. They hate everything else about their lives other than sports. And for us, sports is our lives. Yeah, and like that's. We deal with it. We're in it every day, and it gets us by. And then, with our, the rest of our time, we get to do whatever the fuck we want, right? And we're happy. This so. this podcast is our acapella group, <laughs> right? I this is our sports. Yes, no, like this is no. So we have sports. No, always but like doing for everybody, sports. Like how? Oh, how you're sport, saying yeah. For everybody else, yeah. they use sports to get away. Yeah. from their regular. So like lives. sports is we our quote unquote podcast. nine to five. Right, yeah, and honestly, this podcast is so much better than sports. Um. Let's see. Uh, we, oh, uh, tasty. Brunch is tasty, like a good eggs benedict with some perfectly salted hash browns on the side. Pass that ketchup. It's time for brunch in my ears. Mmm. Okay. I love that, like, tagline. What? Pass that ketchup. It's time for brunch in yeah. my ears. Yeah. Mmm. I mean, we, yeah. That's it's basically, like, tried to write a promo for us. Ah, oh, man. I feel like we we read our own promos. We we got the bad boys of podcasting. That's all we need in this. We don't need promos in this life of sin. Um, so, uh, a report came out that said women drink as much as men. 
What other unsurprising stuff happened, you think? Unless uh, unless you're that uh, gold medal winning Olympian who claims to have put down 12 beers in one sitting. Congrats on the sex. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's not surprising. I can't drink for shit, to be honest. We, uh, You know what I like about the video is uh, we drank Budweiser's. Like Bud Diesel's. Yeah. That's a man's we beer. We went hard. <laughs> it's a man's beer, you see. It's really not. No no beer is a man's beer. Like, what freak has a beer and is like, eh. It's certainly not Bud Diesel if there is a man's beer. Because that's, like, the most obvious man's beer. Right. That Like, if that's your man's beer, you're not really a man. You're just a guy trying to be a man. Uh, here's a question. Why do you think... So, apparently women for a while maybe didn't i so I, I did not read this report all i saw was the headline report uh women drink as much as guys and i that's not thought that was not surprising at all what do you think um why do you think they drink as much as men there's a quick answer uh it's one word wine wine is right, the answer yes women just pound wine right and I mean, I know a lot of guys that drink a lot of wine. I love wine. I, I've come to love red wine, but no one... Women do it right. So one of the biggest... like We make fun of guys a lot, but one of the biggest guy things in the world is making fun of wine. And there's no way easier guys. to tell the stupid-ass guy right. than a dude who makes fun of wine, because wine is fucking amazing. Yes. Uh, in, in almost any situation. Yes. Um, yeah, it's just... It's Maybe, like, if you take sports out of the equation, there's no situation where, uh, like, a beer isn't just as good, or, or a wine isn't just as good as a beer. Yeah. Um, so here's my thing. Like, during the... I've been able to do it because the Bruins have been out of the playoffs, so I've been, um, I've been free during the NHL playoffs. Uh, a big thing that I do, like, if I don't have any plans that night, is I'll watch the NHL playoffs... And I'll just like this is so sad. I'll just like sit and drink beers and watch hockey, and I do the exact same that's thing. That's <laughs> it. And it's to say it out loud is just horribly. Well, I do worse. I mean, I I will stay in on like a weekend night. I'll watch a bunch of TV and just like have three or four beers, and while I'm just watching t- catching up on TV shows. But that's like not planned. So you're just watching TV and you're having beers and everything. One a couple of years ago, when there were those, you know, there were those two huge snowstorms where it was like, "It's gonna be a blizzard, folks. You're gonna want to stay inside." And blah blah. Like when you have to plan for, okay, I'm just gonna be sitting around for a weekend. What am I doing? I loaded up on red wine, and I was like, I am just going to like crush a bottle of wine and see where the night takes me. It always took me to watching Grand Budapest Hotel because it was around that time. That is not, a that's not at all. I'm not at all. Like, I make fun of you at any chance yeah. possible. I can't. Just like curling up with a bottle of wine. It's the wine best. All night. It's the fucking best. And uh, another fun move is make your own dinner. Just being like, I'm making dinner, being healthy, going to have some wine with dinner. And then that just turns into you drink a bottle of wine. Having some red wine with Devour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs> we should do that because Devour would give us it would honestly send us a cease and desist. <laughs> and we're like, stop eating our product. We're get, like, get more Budweiser. Chicken and waffles with a little like with a Malbec. Little Merlot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
That'd be so. I really do think that uh, that like staying in on a weekend night and watching on-demand movies or catching up on TV shows that you're that you've missed out on, and just crushing a bottle of wine is one of the greatest pleasures in life. It's it's also it's less sad than. just dr- drinking a six pack. You know? I, no, I agree. I, I definitely agree. Like There's, I'm embarrassed like when the, I when I wake up and I see a bunch of like empty, empty bottles beer cans, and yeah. I'm like, dude, you didn't have anybody over. But you know what it is? It's because like wine is there's a sophistication level of wine. Yes, it's like if you pound a bottle of wine and just like watch some TV, you're getting cultured. Yes, and if you do it while drinking a six pack, you're a sad, lonely person. A uh, little peek into my alcoholism. Whenever I go out on like a week night or something, like if I go to a friend's house for dinner, they make they have some red wine, a little red wine, have a couple of glasses. Uh, the second I get home, I drink a bottle of red wine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like red wine. There's no alcohol, uh, probably whiskey, um, that makes you want to keep floodgates. drinking that. Al- yeah. Yes, exactly. That opens the floodgates for specifically that alcohol, like red wine. When you have a little bit of red wine, like I. Uh, like a year ago, I just I went to dinner with a couple of friends. We hadn't seen each other in a while. And we were just having wine, talking, catching up. And as soon as you left the restaurant, <laughs> one of my friends was like, so, like, should we call it a night? I was like, let's find another bar and drink some more wine. And that's what we did. And it was the most fun night I've ever had in my life. I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but when I went to that bachelor party, we went out to dinner on the final night. And it was just, like, me and six other dudes at a table. And we just decided... Let's do red wine tonight. Yes! And we just sat there, like, eating dinner, and we ordered, like, four bottles of wine. Ugh. And it was fucking amazing. Nothing beats it. Uh, so some of my friends are a little more sophisticated. Like, I'm a, a lot of my friends are, like, three to ten years older than me. And so a lot of times when you go out to dinner with them, they'll, they just know wine and stuff. And I don't. I, I, no, I don't either. I, I'll take the cheapest bottle of red Exactly. Yeah. Um, huge turn on, by the way. Uh... If uh, for a significant other, say at a restaurant when they ask what you'd like, if you'd like to see a wine list or whatever, uh, if your significant other says, what's the cheapest red wine you yes. have? That is like, uh, okay, That's this like, one. Y- this girl yeah. is going to get the, the D. <laughs> <laughs> what's this girl going to get? Um, yeah. Uh, wine, man. It's that's that awesome. good stuff, man. <laughs> If you haven't heard, yeah. wine's pretty good. You know what the name of this episode's going to be? Wine's good. Hollow wine. Ah, that's pretty nice. good, right? I like it. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> any more wine takes? I feel like we've actually gone on for a little bit. Oh, uh, did you see Melanie C came out with Moo? And they did. Say I did be not. There. I did not care as much as you cared. So. Were the Spice Girls a big part of your life? Uh, not a huge part, but I like they were still in very much popular when I was growing up. Like not not enough for when I was in the prime age to care. Okay, but I did know and did like realize how big they were. So I got kind of two rounds of it because I got In Sync and Backstreet Boys as well. So like when In Sync, so I'm sure that In Sync was that for you, yep, right? Yep. Um, that's in- what Spice Instinct Girls and Backstreet were. Backstreet Boys were right. like the thing for me. Right. So that's what Spice Girls were and they were just they were just massive and it was that thing like when you're a little kid and you don't quote unquote like girls yet but you understood 
that like I, when I was a little kid, if you were showing me a picture of Courtney Cox, I'd be like, yeah, whatever, that's a woman. Who cares? But I had an understanding as a child, like, wow, I, Sporty I Spice should, has should, it going on. I should want to, to, to make sex with that. Right. And I, I didn't think, even know I what making was sex baby, was at that I think point. it was baby, baby Spice for me. Baby Spice, they were all, let's see. Uh, so obviously the, the one that everyone loved was uh, Posh, Posh Spice. But I thought that Sporty Spice was a babe, and that's Melanie C. So okay. she came out with Moo. And did uh, say he'll be there? She sounded terrible. She though. sounded awful. So I bad. love it. I love it. That's so. But that's the thing. It's like they're so bad. Like no, nobody. I don't think anybody thinks that they're really good. Like, no, they're not musicians. Well, they're packaged to be these these like yeah, just packaged to to, to serve you pop songs, right? Because I, they're hot. I love that, and that's why. So Moo actually, I mean, she's gonna. I don't know how old she is. She's probably like twenty between twenty five and thirty, and I think she's got it. I think she might be mid thirties. Oh, really? I would guess that. So I was gonna guess by the time she's thirty five, she's not gonna be able to speak anymore because she takes care, like hor- you can tell she takes horrible, horrible care of her voice. Care of herself. Like she just probably parties, and I'm not gonna accuse someone of doing drugs if they don't do it. But like I'm, I, she seems like wouldn't she, be surprised, right? Like because she just her shows, and I, I, we're not salesmen for her, but. If she's coming to your town and she's coming to Boston, we both got tickets. They're, I lucked into tickets because they are being resold for a gajillion dollars right now. If she's going to your city, see her sooner than later. Right. Because she she's just. 28, go- by the way. 28. I'm, I'm surprised. Okay. So she just goes out there and rages. Uh, she screams. She just throws caution to the wind. And she even says, like, she went on, what was it, Fallon or something? And she, they were like, how's the tour going? She was like, I still have my voice. So it's going pretty well. Right. There's, like, no planning right. of, all right, I've got to be in Minnesota right. three weeks from now. i got to sound good. So there's, like, that sort of, it's not trashy, but there's, like, Moo just. Yes, exactly. Moo is totally, totally reckless. So she's got, again, she's got a very good voice. So she actually can sing. So it's kind of interesting to see the combination of this talented person covering this less talented person who's a legend, and them both being out there. Like, if if Melanie C. were to come out at the Boston show, I would faint. Also, I that show's in December. I have no idea how I haven't picked up my outfit yet. That's like one of those... No idea th- either. That's like a, a night that I'm going to game plan for. It was actually... I went to St. Lucia this week, uh, and the day of, I still had no idea what I was going to wear, and it was a really weird, weird, uh, <laughs> weird moment for me. It was like... Uh, I always know what my concert outfit is going to be, and I just had no idea what I was going to wear, and it was like 30 minutes before I had to leave, and I still had no idea. What'd you end up wearing? Uh, like a sweatshirt. and Ugh. Right, but I went with Brian. Okay. Brian, and he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's not going to judge me for wearing a sweatshirt to a concert. Brian's as much of a guy as we can right, he made, take. He made fun of us to, for... Uh, Wrinkle releasing our shirts. Yeah, uh, yes. Lusa. That's yeah. how that came about. Yeah. Our, so basically, our idea of a guy that we make fun of is a heightened version of our friend Brian. Like, one time he was like, hey, don't sweat the wrinkles. And we were like, oh, Mr. Macho. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, such a, you're such a man. You wear your shirts with wrinkles. Right. Sweet, yeah. dude. Yeah. But uh, he's really not like an ultimate like bro or anything. Oh, no. He does God. not judge dudes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able he to. He just doesn't give a fuck either way. Yeah. So. Um, Vine is dead. That is true. It, it did die, to, like today. Spoilers. Sorry about it. Uh, not that we care. Uh, 
now that we're we're talking about that, people got, people got pretty mad at us for oh about spoilers. Yeah, they got furious. Yeah, and I was telling you, I I'm I'm only actually friends in real life with like 20 people on Twitter, um, or who like I didn't meet on Twitter, like. You, right, like Jeff, you have, you have Lambert, like and everything. Friends, and some of them are on Twitter. Right. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like 20 total friends, IRL, including family and parents. Um, and some of them are on Twitter. And I saw like a couple of friends over the last couple of days saying, like, finally got around to watching Walking Dead. And I'm like, oh, I am a dick. <laughs> we tweeted so many times about how Glenn and Abraham And died. some some guy was like, some guy tweeted at us like all day because we didn't respond to like any of his tweets and he just kept tweeting at us being like, they ruined it for me. They ruined it for me. Dude, what Spoiler are you going to do? Like, but, then, but then he also said like, now I don't have to watch it and this show is garbage anyway. So I don't know if he was like mad or I did see a lot of people who were like, I just want to know who died. Now I can quit. Right. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I feel like if you want to know who died, why don't you just spend like the 20 minutes? Because you obviously spent hours of your life coming right. to the show. Yeah. Why don't you just spend 30 minutes and watch to see how it actually happens? How much longer do you think The Walking Dead is going to go? Because if... It, uh, at least pe- another five years. So people quitting right now is bananas to me. Because you're so deep into it. We always use the term pot committed with TV shows. And I would love to in theory, quit watching the show. But I'm not, I, I just know I'm not going to. I'm not going to either. Uh, I went on, uh, I think it was TSN 690 in Montreal this weekend. Ooh. Or this week. Yeah. And they asked me, uh, are, am, I, am I watching Fear the Walking Dead? And I said, no, I quit after one season. Because I was watching the season two premiere. And I was like, I really just don't care about this show. Yeah. I don't care about any of the characters. And they were like, I felt the same way. And I was like, yes. And... Honestly, like the, my experience with The Walking Dead is that I'm just too committed at this point. I know too much. Like I'm not going to quit on the show. And I felt like in the season two premiere of Fear the Walking Dead, but like I liked, you saw I liked, that coming. I like season one. Yeah. But when I got to season two, I was like, I don't care about this. I'm going to get out now while I have no regrets, and I don't care. Don't tell me anything else. Like I know so little about each of these characters that I'm not going to care. So that's the thing. Like if you can see it coming if you can see right like two years from now i'm gonna ask myself why did i keep watching the walking the fear of the walking dead you gotta jump out you I, we were texting when you were watching this the season two premiere i remember and you were like are you watching fear the walking dead and i was like no i forgot that was coming back how is it and you were like don't care don't out. care and i was like say no more i won't <laughs> watch it and I never even tried the the season two premiere. There's, I I don't remember ever really feeling that way in the middle of an episode, being like, I don't care about any of this. I don't care about any of these characters of The Walking Dead. Yeah, honestly. Oh, I, I and I've definitely felt that way a lot. But it, that was like season four, and it's like, oh, it's been at that. I'm point, too deep now. Like I, like I felt like I was too deep, no matter what. Basically, every to- time they showed Beth. I was right. like, I don't care. Well, there were certain Stop ca- singing. There were, there were certain characters. Sing better songs. <laughs> there were certain characters that I was like, I don't care if you die. But like in Fear the Walking Dead, I felt like I don't care if any of these people die. Right. There is nobody that I feel strongly about enough to be to really care about watching the show. And also with uh, Fear the Walking Dead, you've seen stuff much farther along in the apocalypse that the early stuff... Right, I feel like, like, like the first like, week like, oh, is interesting. Cool, like a newly turned zombie came at you. Right. 
It's like, Sweet. I saw that. Man, I go through that shit ago. every day with Walking Dead. <laughs> right. That is nothing. Talk to me when you got people swinging baseball bats and talking, talking in a funny me, voice. Talk to me when you're hanging on to a hanging body. Yeah. Hanging zombie body over a pit of zombies and the neck is tearing off the hanging zombie. So That was some gross stuff. I'm actually looking forward to this second episode of Walking Dead. I'm sure we'll get to Famous it Famous last words. Um, <laughs> but on Vine, uh, I just started using Vine like a week ago, so... <laughs> Not good timing on your part. Kind of a bummer. Uh, I was already out, kind of. Like I, I made my presence on Vine. I feel yeah. like I did pretty well on Vine. Yeah, you had uh, the Luchich one, right? I did. Uh, I did the Luchich one. I did uh, Way to Go, Paul, which is like one of the, like. I feel like that's one of the best vines out there as far what as sports is it? go. Where the dude is, it's at like a youth hockey game, and the guy. Oh, yeah, that's slant. right. Yeah, I, that was me. You yeah. know what? Fun little fact. After you posted that, I emailed Rob Bradford and I said like, we weren't we were Twitter acquaintances at that point, And I emailed Rob Bradford and I was like, hey, we should hire this guy um, because he's just good at finding stuff that's going to be viral. And um, I think at, at that point, it was like when Rob asked me to help out uh, Jerry. Jerry Thornton. And that's I right. sent that video to Jerry and he was like, ah, I don't know. Maybe I'll get to it. That's and then I was like, hmm, well, maybe you don't really know how the internet works. <laughs> Ooh, dissed and dismissed. Which Jerry was this? Thornton. Yeah, I like Jerry Thornton. But yeah, that's I, a I do, that's a that's a missed opportunity there. But he's he's like an he's like an old internet guy. He's like, ah, well, I'll get to it when I get to it. And then and like the younger internet people who know are just like, that's that's really not how that works. Yeah, you really gotta gonna really jump on that and, and beat everybody else. <laughs> oh yeah, it's I mean, time is of the essence with the, yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, and that's why like I'm the. Like I, there's a lot but, of people like I. But, Jer- I, but Jer- uh, I will say Jerry's thing has never been like beating other people. Jerry's thing has right. been being funny and tackling his his subject. He's a written word guy, right? Yeah, he's a he's a guy who who sticks to his subject, yeah. and handles it as well as anybody else. I think that like I'm kind of part of a group. I think that Lozo's probably in the same group where it's like even though Lozo's a lot older than me, <laughs> um, not that much older than me. He's he's older than you, like, um, ten years older. But yeah. like the diff. The gap between the written, like, quote-unquote print journalism people and the internet, internet, internet people. And you have that understanding of how everything is going, but there's still, like, you're, I don't know, it's weird. There's, there's just, like, this, like, kind of weird internal divide of, um, like, I understood at that time when you came up with that vine of, like, get that out there, that's got to be there. But I also understand the part of like the old school guy who would see that and be like well unless you can write a funny little thing about it, it, it there's no use and now it's weird as I've gotten older I feel like I'm I try to think more like the younger person who would push that shit out I just I feel like at this point it's like I feel like if I'm not first then uh, there's really no point in t- into doing something unless you can do it differently yeah which is weird because uh, I never used to feel that way because like <laughs> written uh, or print journalists and reporters and everything are coming to care less and less about um, being first when it comes to actually presenting news. So it does not... I cared so much when I was on the Bruins beat. I was obsessed with it, uh, with breaking stories. It was all I cared about, and it just did not matter. It doesn't. It It, doesn't matter. Because even if you're first, like a lot of the times, people aren't going to see it first. 
Yeah. They'll see other people's shit first, even if they aren't first. Right. And it's, they'll click on that because they are, they enjoy that person's stuff more. Yeah. Uh, I remember one time I broke a story and uh, my guy, Matt Kalman, was tweeting about, like, how come no one's crediting DJ? He got this thing. And everyone else was just saying, like, they, they were just acting like it was out there and it was assumed. So this news is there. Like, who cares who reported it? And Kalman was being a good friend or like I wasn't asking him to do that um, but I just remember thinking that was it was kind of like getting punched in the face with the, the, no like one cares really cares and it sucks because it's like should I not try to break stories now um, but yeah no one cares about that stuff so it's interesting that as people care less about who's bringing actual news to the table there's now that kind of competition now exists in content you know right like if you if you don't get that vine if you don't get that video first you need to do something else with it and i again comparing it to breaking news uh, my guy joey mack always says like if he doesn't break a story he's there's no way someone will beat him with the entire thing so if you say um this guy's signed a contract extension five years 25 million dollars joey mack's thing is like if i don't have that within five minutes i'm gonna be the guy who has Here's a quote from him. Or yeah, something. right. Exactly. Here's a quote from him. Here's the the no trade clause. Here's this, this, and this. And That's smart. Uh, yeah. So it's interesting hearing you say that because it's like this competition that exists in this very old school way is now kind of reinventing itself in the young school way. It's funny that the uh, the the podcast with the most talk about it, like our jobs, is when we're the we're the drunkest. Hmm. 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 Hmm.